Hey everyone, Raquel Jackson, founder of So Sable, is with us on episode 25 to share her pivot experience. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of Pivot Podcast the podcast for women who've made intentional or unexpected changes in their life and are still winning. I am your host, Malika Turner, and today we have Raquel Jackson, founder of So Sable. I actually follow Raquel on IG, and I know her talented husband very well, but what struck me was a post on May 29th Uh, that I read and I realized, okay, this is a story that I would love for her to share with the Pivot family. So I'm going to go to that post. I'm going to read a little bit to you. And then we're going to let Raquel come on and just share a little bit about her experience because I know it is relatable and it's digestible and I know it's life-changing. So the post reads, and I'm not going to read the entire thing. I'm going to let you go to so.sable and check out her uh, post yourself. But once she said something that just really struck me. She said, my name is Raquel Sable Jackson. I am a new mommy who has stepped out of her comfort zone to finally show my work. I would honestly say that sewing saved me. As a clinical therapist, I never thought I would experience depression. Um, To be transparent in my mind, I thought to myself, I help others with this daily. And so I'm going to skip down here, but this is what really struck me. After nine weeks of recovery, I started feeling almost back to myself and decided to get my mind off of things. And so, so Sable was birthed and has saved me by being my peace and my therapy. I don't know about you. I am a mother of two. I know what it's like to experience um, birthing children and just the whole idea of like right after that experience. And and, and there are some things that she might want to share that are more in depth about her experience um, with childbirth. But I will tell you that it is not an easy process. And while we love our babies and they're beautiful, but 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 for some, the experience of them getting here <laughs> is rough. It can be very rough. And then afterwards, the experience we have mentally and emotionally, um, you know, can really be challenging. And so to read that, something struck me that she found sewing um, and that she found something that not only she could... Uh, used to be uh, therapy for her and to save her. But what I see is that she's also helping others as well and putting a smile on the faces of other people who are who are benefiting from her sewing. So I just want to introduce to you Raquel Jackson. Raquel, let's talk. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> to have you. I want you to just talk with us a little bit about you. Who Who is Raquel Jackson? And tell us a little bit about your pivot experience that, you know, and I read a little bit, but of course you can share um, this experience so much, so much better. 
Okay. So um, my name is Raquel Sable Jackson. I am 31 years old. I am a new mommy to a baby boy named Trey Jackson. His real name is Maurice Wayne Jackson III, but we call him Trey because he's the third. And I'm married to my awesome husband. We're up also about to have our second anniversary coming up in July. Um, so <laughs> totally in love. I just, <laughs> I, I'm like so in love with Maurice. He's everything. He's really my rock and my strength. And so like. Keep it real, honey. Just be real. Be you. <laughs> okay. So I gave birth to Trey on February 18, 2020. Yes. So our process was a little different because we had to get induced. Okay. So it was a lot. So I, I went in on Sunday and I ended up having him Tuesday morning. And I would say that that was a, a it was something I could never dream of. Like I watched so many videos trying to prepare myself on yes. how I was going to give birth and how it would be thinking that my experience is going to be like someone else's. And, and I can honestly say it's not your experience is yours alone. And everyone has different experiences. And what I learned is that I needed to be a little bit more prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so um, during my, during the birth of, of Trey, I did experience a third degree tear mm. and that's when life got real. Mm. Um, after he came out, they stitched me up for about 30 minutes. And after that is when I realized, okay, this is going to be a process. And I had to like try to prepare myself to realize that my body is going to take some time to heal. Mm -hmm. So we get home even from the car ride, I knew that this was going to be um, a struggle for me because I, like, I couldn't sit down. So I had to put a pillow, my, my, my actual pillow that I use in the hospital. I put the pillow down for me to sit down because I, I literally couldn't sit. Like mm. I was kind of like one butt cheek was up, one was down because that's how painful it was. Yeah. And that's kind of started my journey of really like the recovery because I literally couldn't do anything. Like I felt like I was bedridden, um, if I would say, because... I couldn't sit. I couldn't stand because if I stood, if I stood too long, I would be in a lot of pain. Mm. Um, I couldn't even cook. Like I went to try to make lasagna one night and I like, I just started crying because I wanted to cook the lasagna. I wanted to cook everything, but that was like, it was way too long. And my husband was there to support me, but it was just the simple things that we take for granted. I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. And that's what hurt me the most. Like mm -hmm. if my child was crying, I couldn't like hurry up and get up and try to get to him because I literally was in that much pain. And no matter how many meds I took, no matter how, like how I tried to relax my body or anything, it wouldn't work. And there was one suggestion that the doctors gave, which was a sit bed. And Murray set it up for me and I tried to do it. And I, I started crying. Like I literally could not sit down to save my life. And mm. it was just so painful. It just felt like, it almost felt like contractions, like still, I was still having contractions, like the body, like the bodily pain I was experiencing. It just, it was just horrible. Right. And I just, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Um, but I just really was, I went into a dark place because I felt helpless. Mm. I felt like I couldn't do anything, but then I had to realize, you know, prayer works. So I sat there and I just really started having to confess my healing. Like, I knew that it was going to take a while, but I'm like, you know, God, I know that my body, like, my body is going to be back to normal and that I'm going to be okay. And the more I prayed, I felt like the more the healing over my body started to happen. 
And eventually, after about nine weeks, I started to feel somewhat to myself. Like, I was still going through some pain. And honestly, I still am recovering. I mean, it's not, everything isn't perfect. But, you know, I do feel 100% more better than I did when I first started. But it was, it was really to the point where one day I was telling Maurice, I was like, you know, babe, I really want to get back into sewing because I've been teaching myself for the past couple of years. So... I just sat down and Maurice was like, you know what, you should start making masks. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should. So I just started making it just to make them for us and the family. And then I just wanted to put my, like, Maurice was like, you need to put it out there. And I was like, okay. Because I was like, you know, you just really sometimes hard on yourself. And yes. I, I'm like, I don't want to mess up. Your worst you critic. <laughs> Your own yes, worst critic. I really am. I really am. But I have to realize, like, God gave me this passion. He's given me these visions. Like when I'm sitting here and I'm having these visions and these dreams and I'm like, this is so real and I know it's going to happen. And it is. And it's like it's happening before my eyes. So I sat down and I haven't I haven't gotten up from the table since. Um, and the sewing has been so therapeutic because it gets my mind off of everything. And Trey is so amazing that I can have the ability to sit there and sew. Like he sits through the sewing machine noise <laughs> and doesn't make any like many any fussiness. Yeah. And. And then when he goes to sleep, now that he, we have a schedule of him going to sleep, he sleeps now around 1130. After that, I really am still up because it, because in the beginning, he wasn't going to sleep for so long. Right, My body right. started getting used to staying up late. So now I'm staying up late. I'm doing my orders. And it really it really did save me. Like I don't know where I would be if I didn't start back doing something that I love. That's my passion that I want to be my career. And and so prior to having Trey, you were a mm-hmm. therapist? Yeah. So prior to having Trey, I am a clinical therapist. I still am a cl- clinical therapist. <laughs> okay. I work with children from 4 to 21 okay. um, in, at an agency. And we work with children that deal with anger issues, ADHD, depression, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. um, the autism spectrum, anything that you could think of, I have dealt with. So. I do that part-time, and I also work in IT. I'm an analyst. I'm a full-time analyst um, and a senior of my team uh, for my full-time job. Wow. Okay, so you've got you've got all this talent. You've got yeah. skills. You're, you've got about a million jobs. But, <laughs> but, yes. but it seems like something happened after, um, you know, po- you know, after the baby was born, and after you went through the challenge, there's something, you know, you said it, you said it earlier, you went to a dark place. And I think we were, we've mentioned that Pivot Family in, in some of the episodes, sometimes you go to a dark place and you find something bright, right? Yes, so absolutely. you kind of went through this dark place and then all of a sudden here, you really put the sewing um, just, just a little quick idea, just something small that you were going to do, and it has really grown. And so, I guess my question is, you know, what have you learned? I mean, about yourself, um, about your ability, about what God has put in you. What, what, what do you see yourself differently? I would say that I'm stronger than I could ever imagine. Um, literally, I was scared to even give birth. I thought take me to the king was gonna come on when I when I popped tray out. Oh wow. <laughs> because it was just so intense and I never experienced never knew I could experience those type of things. But I would say that I'm stronger than I could ever imagine and that I I have the I have the creativity and the ability to do anything I put my mind to. 
and that I should never doubt myself because I feel like I held myself back. Prior to this, I was sewing and I wanted to do all of these things, but I held myself back. And then after having tried, I felt like I don't need to hold myself back anymore. I'm going to put myself out there. Whether I get one like, I get 20 likes, 100 likes, a million likes. I just want to put myself out there because I never knew know who's, who it's going to touch and what can come of it. And that's the mindset I have now. Prior to try, I wouldn't probably have had that mindset. And I probably wouldn't have even put myself out there sewing. Right. Yes. Now I have to say that I have taken advantage of this because <laughs> I am on IG and I'm checking everything out and I thought, okay, let me order one. And so I have to say, I love my mask. Um, yes. And uh, I have some converse that match my, <laughs> my mask and all sorts of other things. But I noticed now that So Sable is the, the the name. However, you have the couture collection. So talk a little bit about that. I see now you have purses that are out there. You are creating mm-hmm. purses, which are beautiful. About to put my order in, okay? <laughs> put it out there, Pivot Family. She's making purses. Um, yeah, but is. please, please talk a little bit about your collection and your vision for this work that you're doing. Okay, so um, Sable Couture Collection is the overall brand name of my of my business. Is that your of name? my business? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so Sable is more so directed towards my handmade items because Sable Couture Collection. I didn't want to limit myself because mm. I don't want to limit myself to just saying I only can sew items because I do make jewelry. And I also want to teach people, I want to create a social event. That's like my long-term goal that I don't want it to be long-term, but, you know, once the virus is gone, I want to be able to create a social event where I teach people how to hand stitch. And I have a whole vision of how it's going to go and I'm really excited for it. So I wanted to create an overall brand, which is Sable Couture Collection. And so Sable is my items that I'm going to put out there that I hand make. Mm. And the items that I make, I love clutches, clutches. I feel like you could wear them all year round. I love different prints. I'm really big into prints. So I want my brand to be able to, I want it to be there to be different. I want people to go down the street and be like, oh my goodness, where did you get that from? And I want them to say, I got it from So Sable. I want it to be one of a kind. Um, I don't like making things multiple times. So the, the object of my brand is to make one of a kind things. So you know that you're the only one that has it or you're the only one that's going to have this type of cut. I love because it. I feel like as females, sometimes you don't, you when somebody asks you where you get something from, you don't want to tell them sometimes. Yes. Or, and that's just being honest. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to tell somebody where I got this from. Right. So why not shop so, so stable? And when you say that you get it from me, you, you may you may or may not get it because I really just want to aim to make a one or two pieces for whatever I make. So right now it's clutches and I'm only making two for this next collection I have coming out. I'm only going to make two of each design. And then from there, when I'm starting to make my clothing, um, I only want to make limited amounts. That way it can be one, people can be on the lookout it, look out for it and really be excited to get it. And then also I want you to be different. I want you to be the only one to have it. And me too, because I'll probably make it for myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you see yourself, I mean, you're, I, I, I feel like you're saying the clutches, I've definitely seen some of the clutches, which are beautiful. Mm-hmm. The masks, of course, I did see a little outfit there for someone. I was like, uh-oh, yeah. we, we're getting into the clothing. <laughs> so you're definitely um, 
custom making pieces with your with mm-hmm. your clients in mind, which is wonderful. Um, have you always sewed? You did you say that this is something that you yourself taught, or this is something you've always been in you forever? So I've been self-taught. So I've, I've everything I do, I taught myself. I haven't. I took. I gifted myself one sewing class that I did two years ago, mm-hmm. and after that, I was like, okay, I, I can really do this. But since a little girl, I always wanted to learn how to sew. My mom taught me how to hand sew, and I would do things here and there. Um, but as I got older, especially in high school and after high school, I kept saying like, I really want to learn how to sew. I really want to make things. And it's always been in my mind and it's, and I always wanted to do it. I just never had the ability to. So my mom gifted me a so She got me a sewing machine probably in like 2015. She bought me a sewing machine, a sewing table. She was like, I really hope you use it. I was like, I will, mom. So after getting our own place and being able to have that space to create, now I have that ability to do that. But I've literally been self-taught. Anything that I do or put out is from me. I have not been taught by a professional at all. Um, and I'm excited to see where things go. Oh, my gosh. I love it. One of the things, and I'm looking for it right now, one of the things I love, and, and just thinking about your, um, here it is, just thinking about what you're saying, um, Psalms 130, Psalm 139, verse 13, for you form my inward parts, you knit me together in my mother's womb. And I think that so many times that's just a little piece there <laughs> for so sable. But in our in our mother's womb, God knit us together, put us together, and there's so much to us. There's so many uh there's gifting and talent and abilities and visions and there's just so much that that is inside of us and and we really have to i believe that if we're in touch with and have a sense of um god consciousness we will definitely there will be a tap you know like a little tug you know like hey you should try this and we don't really know how far it can go we you know sometimes we get into a dark place all of a sudden this this vision, something comes out of that. And it was mm-hmm. always there. And I, and that's why I asked you the question, because I feel like in, as we, we continue to move with, with pivot, I'm so excited. This is episode 25 <laughs> with, yes. and yes. just, just talking with you. I'm like, this is such a confirmation that there's so much inside of you, Raquel, you know, and even more, there's so much more, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm just so encouraged by you. And I hope that our listeners are encouraged by this because we have a lot of mommies out there um, who don't um, take the time for themselves to recognize, hey, I should try this. Or a lot of women who are out there who are very, very talented and they're fearful because they're not quite sure how it's going to be received, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited too. I, I think this is wonderful. I want you to encourage some folks out there, Raquel, and I want you to share. Uh, can you share at least two, maybe two or three, but like two, definitely two things that you would say, um, listen, if you're a woman, you're or a new mom or just a woman and there's you have some aspirations but you're you're nervous you're kind of going through a pivot experience i want to give you two pieces of advice what would you share with with our listeners today 
I would say the two pieces of advice that I would give someone that is going through the pivot experience is to one, never lose sight of who you are. Because I think sometimes as a new mom, we get so consumed or even not even as a new mom, but as a mother in general, we get so consumed with our children that we lose sight of who we are and like our dreams and aspirations. So I would say to never lose sight of who you are and who you're destined to be. Because it's still it is still going to happen with a child or without a child. So I would definitely say that would be one piece of advice. And the second piece of advice <clears throat> would be to never, I mean, what I keep telling myself, like to never doubt yourself. Mm. Like if you have something on your mind of what you want to do, whether it's a craft, whether it's another job that you want to get, anything that you have, like just put it, put yourself out there, step out in faith, honestly, is what I would say. Never, never back down because the worst thing someone could say is no. And I mean, if someone says no, then that's fine. But there's going to be people out there that are going to say yes. So I would say, just go for it. I love it. I love it. And you've you've had some clients who have responded to you and who've shared. Um, talk a little bit about that feeling, you know, when you uh, someone gets one of your pieces and it's like, you know, their it's response. So exciting. Oh my goodness, it's so exciting. Um, I've gotten like so many great reviews. Like I've like I check in with all my clients. Um, a lot of people give have given me feedback and said like my customer service is great. And that reminds me of like how we work so much for other companies and we can instill it into our own company if you want to become an entrepreneur. Because I worked in customer service basically all my life. Right. And you know, now I can instill that customer service instead of for another company, I can instill it for my own. And I take customer service very seriously. So with the feedback that I've been given, it's been great customer service. People have enjoyed that. Um, People like are sending me videos of them opening the packages. People are sending me videos of them with the packages, um, like with their items that they're receiving, the masks and the clutches. And then it's confirmation when you have people that are ordering more than more than one clutch. Because it's like, wow, like people order more than one clutch. And then and then it's like, you know, it also confirms to me, like, once again, to not change yourself when it comes to prices. So when I first put out my prices, um, I was like, wow, is like this too much? Like, is somebody going to say no? Um, Is somebody going to have something to say? And then it's kind of like, you know what? I know my worth. I know what I'm doing. I know how much it it costs to make these things. Um, So I put myself out there with the prices of the clutches and the combos. And I haven't had anyone say anything bad. And it's like, that made me realize I need to not think about that and just put it out there and people are going to be receptive towards it. So let me, can I stop you right there? Yeah. Because you're speaking life right there. No, no, no. Seriously, that's good. And I think um, I have been guilty of this myself. I think you're, that's definitely, I want to stay on that for a second because I know Mm -hmm. that I have, uh, listeners, and I know that there are folks out there who are creatives and who aspire to be entrepreneurs, are entrepreneurs, yet we have this feeling, there's this thing about, um, I don't want to overcharge people and then I'll get a lot of customers. However, um, it, sound, it sounds like you need to start mm-hmm. out, as my grandmother used to say, you need to start out with something you can hold out with, right? You need mm-hmm. to start out with this is the cost. This this is the cost of the product. And and people will come because mm-hmm. as they purchase and they see the quality, um, 
visually they see it, it, it goes with something that, you know, they enjoy or they want to match mm-hmm. it up with, they will buy more. People will consume the products. Have you found a- that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that just, I mean, I have customers, like one person bought clutches, like they purchased it without even like confirming with me first because they were just so excited that I was putting it out and they bought multiple. And I had another client that just reached out to me and said that they love their product and they're, they're waiting for me to put out the next batch because they want to get more. Right. So I feel like the, it just confirms that it does not matter what you're, I mean, it's not even about, I, I would say when you when you come out with prices, it's not about like just trying to get the most money out of it just because, but really just knowing your worth. And it's like, I know my worth of what I'm doing and I want to get the price that it should be for because people will spend money for what they want to spend money on. Yes. And that's the mindset that you have to have. Um, and my, my husband tells me this all the time. He's like, babe, you need to make it this price. He was like, and people are going to buy it because of the, the because of the products and the, what you're putting out there. Right. So I would say, I would honestly say that I haven't had any issues and that people are continuing to come. They're waiting for, like people are direct messaging me and it can become very overwhelming because <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, like I got to put it out, but I want to take my time. And that's why I, I finished the last collection. It's, it's totally sold out. I'm, I'm out of all of the um, fabric. So now with this new collection, I have 15 new designs. And I want to take my time with them because I want to put love into each one because I literally enjoy making each piece. Wow. Because, and when, when someone receives it, I want them to re- really see that the love was put into making it. And that's why I'm taking my time, but I'm also excited to put it out. So um, it's exciting. I just love it so much. It's just it's the best feeling ever, whether it's overwhelming or not, it's, it's the best feeling ever. Well, I'm, let me tell you something. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till the next collection drops, okay? Thank you. <laughs> I, I love it. I love what you're doing because I, I love dressing, fashion. Um, and, and if you know someone who can make it, you know, and only has a few pieces, I think it's exciting to know someone. Plus, it's good to know people when they first start, right? Before they yeah. go, okay? Before you go to New York City. but I, I, I do have to say thank you so much. I think what you're doing is wonderful. I want everyone to go and check you out, check out your merchandise. Um, you're on Instagram, correct? Yes. I'm on Instagram at so.stable. So S E W dot S A B L E. Mm -hmm. I'm on Instagram right now and I'm in the works of making on my, making my website. So that will be coming and I'll put all of that information on my page. Excellent. Excellent. Now, do you, are you on Facebook or just on IG? I am on Facebook. I just got need to set it up, but okay. I believe it's still sold that stable um, on Facebook, but I'm in the works of it. I just transformed it into an actual business account. So it's a learning experience, y'all. Yes, <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Yes. Well, listen, thank you so much for being a part of the P- Pivot family and sharing your story with us. Um, I know that this is um, this is an exciting time for you. New mom, right? Yes. Two years in. <laughs> to, yes. uh, congratulations on your anniversary. Happy anniversary to the both of you. Um, new baby and now a new business. This is fantastic. Yes. So, so I want to encourage all of my listeners to go and check out Raquel Jackson on Sable. Check out her merchandise really stay in touch with this new um, collection that is coming out. And I want you all to go and check out 
this episode and others on www.letstalkpivot.com. Um, and you can check us out there as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I am delighted to bring to you on this Wednesday, this 25th episode, and I look forward to many, many more. So thank you so much for joining. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Please share, share, share with your friends and family what wonderful women are doing across the country as it pertains to, and and across the world, we've done some international interviews as well, um, as far as what women are doing and the pivoting that they're experiencing and how it relates to you. Thank you so much for joining us today and have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. Thank you.